You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, it's hearts on fire and crazy dreams. All right, so this is the Luke Combs song, Where the Wild Things Are. So at this point, I don't know what's going to happen. I think it's just a song about his brother. Next thing you know, you're dead. We're in Geo with Jerry and Ford Boomer coming to you live to build Ford Tough Studio. Oh, I mean, you understand what I'm saying now? Yeah, yeah. Does he even have a brother? No! Doesn't even have a brother. No, period. doesn't even have a brother. <laughs> and he's got me in the car driving, thinking that his brother died in a motorcycle accident. Not fair. Not fair. You feel relieved. For him. No, I feel no, angry. No, you feel duped. I feel duped and angry. I had this this empathy, the sympathy rather, the sympathy for him <laughs> that that I should have never had. That said, that's going to be a hit. And I actually... Uh, I think it already is. That's That's got a really good beat to it. It's, I think it already is a hit. I actually thought to myself, because he... I went up to one of the Jordan Davis shows of Mohegan Sun reopened for Luke Combs. And Luke Combs came into the, the uh, backstage, the green room there for a little bit. And I'm right. like... I'm like, man, like I was thinking about him, like I wonder like his brother died. Like I wonder if his brother was alive when I saw him or died recently. <laughs> like these are the things I was thinking about. Yeah. And then he's it's just a just a story. I like understand. anything else. Just like a like a like a movie script that somebody <laughs> made. This is like Forrest Gump. This is what this is. Or the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Eddie does not skip a beat, I swear. <laughs> Scuzzeri heating up. Um, All right, so where do you think this... Because I think that... Who is this again? Luke Combs? Yeah. So Beyonce's got the number one song, which is interesting. My take on that, Al, is that airworthy or... Do you think? It's questionable. <laughs> uh, hey, by the way... Fast Car is still the fifth most popular song this week. Well, I think it also. Charts? I think it also because of the the Grammys. Oh, okay. And the performance. Yep. It. You know, there it is. It up. Ninth. Ninth. Yeah. Ninth. How many people that have been listening to that song think that Luke Combs' brother died? And how many people know it's a farce? I saw Eddie when Al told my Beyonce country music take. Yeah. That even Eddie went. Ugh. 
even Eddie. Yeah, if Eddie doesn't think yeah. so, then it's a no. <laughs> I don't. I I actually shocking. Don't think it's that bad. I don't think I heard this. Yeah, you did. I did. Well, you were sitting in here. You might not have been paying mm, attention. A little spacey this morning. Yeah, a little bit spacey. <laughs> I might not. I might have been zoned out on that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's spacey. Uh, but uh, anyway, so there you go. I wanted to bring that to you this morning. I hope you can get over this. Yeah, I um, I, I yeah, I don't. I'm I'm not at least not today. Are you a Luke Combs fan? Yeah, no, oh, you I, are. Yeah, okay. like, but I, here's the thing. Like that um, that song, like long neck, ice cold beard, and break my heart. Like that's fine. If I found out he didn't sing that, I mean, didn't write that. I'm fine with that. Got drinking beer and kicking stuff, and it's great. At the concert we saw him, he like he drinks a, a beer and like chugs it and then kicks the can into the stage. You know, like that, all that stuff. I'm like, hey, I'm fine, whatever. But you're telling me about your, your, your dead brother in this specific motorcycle accident. This one's too personal for you. Yeah, too personal. Yeah. All right. Anyway. So uh so so just know that. If you're driving home today or you're listening to the the song, just know it's a farce. Mm. All right, last night was just awesome for the Knicks on so many levels. You got bad news with Julius Randle with the press conference that he had after the All-Star break where he essentially said, hell, the surgery's still on the table. I'm working my ass off. Tibbs is texting me seven times a day to see how I'm doing. And the hope is to come back and be strong. But surgery's still on the table. And that, that just sounded... That's concerning. That sounded concerning. This OG Ananobi injury just keeps lingering and lingering. So you didn't feel great off the losing streak going into the All-Star break. And they come out last night in Philadelphia with our program director, Lame Duckskin, ringing the <laughs> Liberty Bell out on the court with his rights to Ricky Sanchez that podcast partner. Yeah. Really? You know, he was out on the court. They they ring the bell before the game, yeah. sort of like just one of those, you know, stupid things they do, like the Vikings with their horn. Or, I thought you were joking. No, no, no. He was, no, he was out there. You didn't see this? I, Where were you? I oh, was, that's right. Indiana. No, I, <laughs> I've become really lackadaisical with the social media. I don't look at much. I heard Al say this this morning. I think I heard him say it. I saw someone say it. And I thought it was a joke, just that he went to Philadelphia. Ha, ha, ha. He's going to ring the bell. No. There Damn. He is. Yeah, he's ringing the bell. That's the official 76ers account, too, by the way, that Good put that out him. there. him. Yes. Wow. And then he also... And then they laid an egg. And the Knicks bludgeoned them. He also posted a picture of him and his two new radio partners up in a suite. Mm. I mean, just get out of here now, will you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we'll be fine. <laughs> And it's funny. Leave already, will you? <laughs> <laughs> and every I told him this yesterday to his oh, face. Man. So he, he like he wants he wants to make sure like anything that I say on the air, I would also say to his face. So sure. I did, I did say this to his face. I told him every day that goes by, I get angrier and angrier that you're leaving. And then when I see this, I'm like, all right, enough. Like, yeah. This is like you're still married to him, and he's you see him on Instagram with a hot new chick. Yes. And yet he's what still, he's still in coming the house. home. No, but this is not with a hot new chick. This is like with the fat, not as cool girl from Philly. Like, but <laughs> but it is right where you go. You what? left the hot chick. Yeah, I love right. <laughs> you left the hot chick. You're like you're with them or him, the her, what? <laughs> so he's going home. G. Yeah, I understand. Trust me, I'm I'm fully aware of everything that's going on. Um, but but anyway, so and I, here's another thing. I told we're working on this uh, some other thing that's coming up that we'll yeah. announce soon. And I'm, like, active in it even more actively than I was with the other ones. Like, I'm trying. There's, like, guest things that I'm... So I'm, mm -hmm. like, 
I, I sent him this thing. I'm like, uh, I was like, you, can you can you have a call with me, you, this guy, and this guy Monday to try to set up this thing? Right. Give me my phone, and I don't care. <laughs> he goes, he goes. What are you getting a cut of this? Like, and I'm like, no, I'm I'm taking more responsibility because you're, you're late. You're on the way out. So yeah. don't even now don't don't shame me for being more responsible because <laughs> you're leaving. It's a weird spot, isn't it? Yeah. So anyway, um, <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so anyway, so this was a, a great, an absolutely great win for so many reasons. The fact that they they came out still under man and ju- I mean they were in control the entire game. And then Spike's out there with the 76ers stuff, so it made it even more personal. The fact that the 76ers are a team that's right there with them. I mean, the Knicks should be the two seed right now. They should be. You know, if they didn't have that four-game losing streak and they weren't, they should be where the Cavaliers are as the freaking two seed right now. And hopefully that doesn't hurt them, you know, with the injuries and where they end up. And things are jammed tight. I mean, they they could still end up in the play-in tournament, as crazy as that sounds right now, with that well that they have played. They're too good. That's not going to happen. I hope not. That's not happening. But, I mean, you saw how they were limping into the All-Star break, man. You know? But they're a deeper team now. Yes, you need Randall and and Ananobi back. No question about it. But this team's got a lot of players. And last Mm -hmm. night, to me, it was on on display uh, against a team. I think, to your point about what a good win it was, you know, they go up 26, but you know in the NBA, no lead is safe. Like, literally, no lead is safe in the NBA. Philly got it to five or six, and the momentum was clearly on their side, and the Knicks made big play after big play. Jalen Brunson, I don't know how much more we can talk about this guy. You know what amazes me watching him? And the CBS Sports Network just showed one of the highlights that amazes me. His body control when he gets airborne mm-hmm. is unbelievable, and he makes shots in the lane. He's not a big guy. And yet he can attack the rim and still finish at the rim, or in, in a couple of cases, a couple of feet out. He's just really good. And you don't know, like if I was a team trying to defend the Knicks, the first guy I need to stop is Jalen Brunson. The problem is he is such a cerebral player, and he is so good at what he does. He, he's not out there looking to score 40 points. If it's there, he's going to take it. And if it's not, he finds the open guy. And now that you've added, you know, Burks and Bogdanovich, Bogdanovich last night goes six for six from three-point range. Not many teams are beating them if you're going to get production like that from Bogdanovich, um, who they went out and got at the deadline. This team is built to win and win now. And if Randall and Ananobi come back, look out. And I know Evan likes to mock that, that this isn't a championship team. I say, why the hell aren't they? Because Milwaukee right now is a mess. I know they've got one of the best players on the planet in Giannis. But for whatever reason, that ain't working right now with Doc Rivers. They're not all that good. Philadelphia without Embiid, not a great team. Cleveland, are, are, like as a Knicks fan, are you worried about the Cavaliers? No, especially last year, the way the you Knicks want to just, play the Cavaliers, yeah, squash them. Yeah, no, I, listen, there's I, no one in the East that I think if you're a Knicks fan, you should be aside from Boston. Um, I take them off the table for for a moment in terms of getting to where they want to be. I mean, this conference. If you told me Knicks Celtics Eastern Conference Finals, yeah, I I would think that's. About right. Yeah. Well, that, well, that's exactly where they should be. Because they're, if you're going to take a step forward, you at least have to get to the Eastern Conference Finals. And I would not, if the team is healthy, and you have to preface it by saying this, 100%. But, but if the team is healthy, that I don't go into that series thinking they can't win it by any stretch of the imagination. I agree. I totally agree. But, I'm, but I am really worried about that if being healthy, which is just amazing. Because you're right. Everything you said is right. It is lined up for them. Everything is working. Everything is meshing. Except... Two of their three best players on the roster 
are not there. Correct. And then you don't know exactly when they're coming back and how they're going to play when they come the back. The one thing I would say, though, is the fact that the depth they've built, they should be good enough to kind of stay where they are, if not even gain a little traction in the standings. And that if you get these guys back, I can't even believe I'm saying if, because neither one of these, I thought the Randall injury looked worse. Clear. Remember, we were talking about Ananobi thinking they were just giving him a rest day. That's what I thought. And yeah. here we are weeks later, this guy's still out. The Randall one looked bad at the time, although they kind of downplayed it a little bit, I thought. Um, and as the time goes on, you get more and more concerned, especially when he's talking about surgery is not off the table. That's concerning. To me, if they got one of these two guys back, they're a serious threat. And if they got both of them back, then then look out. Yeah, and it's a it's a cautious optimism right now with them. I mean, I remember last year saying that, yes, this is fun. This is good. This is not a 90s Knicks team. This is not a team that you believe that if everything fell right could go to an NBA Finals. I feel completely differently about this. And I'm not a, I've never been a rah-rah, pom-pom Knicks guy. I've been a realistic Knicks guy. Th- this team is is totally different. It's special, and it's just the the optimism is just a little bit scaled back because of the injuries. But if those guys come back healthy and they start meshing, then this is this is like an all in could be the most exciting spring for the Knicks in decades. You know what they are too, and this pains me to say this: they're likable. Oh yeah, oh, like sure, it is yeah. a likable group of even players. Julius Randle's now likable. I, I agree. Now and we'll the- see what happens at the playoffs because usually it turns into like a you know a little bit of a. A baby during the playoffs. We've seen that things aren't going his way, uh, but so far this season he has matured. He has been great. He's been everything we want from a from a fan base and perspective. the face of the organization. I know Randall might be your best player, but Jalen Brunson is really the face of this team now. And there's not a more likable. And I, you know, we we mock podcasts and all these YouTube shows. There's too many of them. Yeah. But even watching what he's doing now makes him even more likable because you. We see the personality in little glimpses with the post-game press conferences. They have a little fun with each other. But when you watch him, as I have now a couple of times, or at least once, uh, on that YouTube show he is doing, he's even more likable than I ever thought he was. Yeah. Just seems like a good guy. And that that there is something to that. We could talk analytics till we're blue in the face. And obviously, Yankees make some news with that yesterday. The fact that these guys like each other, a lot of them have played with each other before. Chemistry. They're having fun. Yep. I mean, that is, you, you talk to any former athlete and they'll tell you if they've been on losing seasons, like, or been on losing teams during a long season, they'll tell you, even though they're making a ton of money and they're playing pro sports, how miserable it is to mm-hmm. show up there, especially with the media in your face, the coaches losing the locker room, nobody likes each other in the locker room. It's just human nature. It's not fun. What they're doing now is fun. I think that on most nights, they're enjoying themselves more than the opponent is. Yeah, and that's why when you put together a team, it's not just collecting talent. It's got to be talent that works and fits together and this group works and fits together really well let's go to scott who's down in dallas what's going on scott hey guys how's it going what's up man this is one-eyed scott hope jerry's okay from getting hit in the eye oh that's right one-eyed scott yes one-eyed scott was the guy who got hit with the golf ball off the tree and lost his eye yes yeah i was about an inch away from that scott yeah i heard i heard you guys talking last week in vegas about all the golf you're playing but i just had a question for geo um, do you, you do know that Johnny Cash never shot a man in Reno 
just to watch him die. Yes, Scott, funny, yes. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you a serious answer, too. I know, I know it's a funny call. I'll give you a serious answer, too, on top of it. I mean, obviously, not apples to apples here. We know yeah, that the guy yeah. didn't shoot somebody to watch him die. When you tell me this heartfelt story about your brother who's smoking American Spirit cigarettes and riding the same bicycle as your father, dying in a motorcycle accident, which we see all the time, then I'm going to believe it. But, yes, very funny. I like the call. I found the guy you have to blame. Randy Montana. Randy Montana is the guy. He, I believe he is the, uh, the lyric writer. And his song. his brother did not die. Uh, that I don't know. I got to check that. Because as I, far as I see, every article I read was it's from the perspective of somebody who not Randy Montana wrote this because his brother died in a motorcycle. He accident. gets credit for writing uh, for writing the song, at least from what I was just looking at. He's also uh, an artist himself. I will have to check his Wikipedia page to, if he's got one. Yes, he does have one to see if he lost someone near and dear to him in a motorcycle but i don't know that that is the case yeah it doesn't look like but that's right? your guy well there's not a lot on him so I, I i'm not sure like usually you get the whole siblings the family there's not much here in terms of his personal life so i don't know but that's your guy does he have a brother joe <laughs> i don't know i'm not sure <laughs> that'd be something i don't know he's just so jealous of his brother joe montana <laughs> He killed him in a fake motorcycle accident. That would be a much older brother, Joe, by the yeah, way. No, yeah, this guy, he's like younger than me, this guy, Randy Montana. Uh, he but. is 30, so 38. Yeah, yeah. Correct. Right. So there you go. So, yes. Uh, no, there's nothing here about his personal life no, that would tell us if he's got a brother or not. That's just not right. I'm it sorry. Not, you cannot pull at the heartstrings of your audience in that way and have it be fake. Yeah. Like the, the guy who called up the other day, Phil, yeah. who went through all those things at a short amount of time just really really heartbreaking stuff lost okay. people in his life yes yeah found out that his son wasn't his son and he's pouring out emotion on the air like that i knew was real immediately knew it was real immediately and we wanted to we wanted to help if i had found out that that or any of these other stories of people that called up when they were and they were lying to us i'd be i'd be livid and that's what this whole thing was total we, farce we got two people we could check uh, Montana, let's see here. He, he co-wrote the song, so it's not just him. He wrote it with Dan Isbell, so we have to see if Dan's got a brother. Okay, all right, we'll see. But I'll tell you who doesn't, Luke Combs. <laughs> Luke Combs was the one who was singing to me about it this morning. <laughs> all right? We're really bothered by this. All right? <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Feel good Friday on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. This is one of those weeks I felt like went slow, like one of these slow-moving weeks. Probably had something to do with Vegas two weeks ago. And then last week, we had like a shorter week in the studios. It was like the first five-day week driving in. And you miss Boomer. Yeah, it's true. There is, but yeah. But there's been many weeks in the summer that, that Boomer's out that don't true. feel like they drag. You know why? You're playing golf every day. That's true. You're busy in the, like, you can't wait to get out of here. Not for because you don't want to be here, but because you've got a noon tea time. You got something going on. Yep. I got nothing going on right now. You know what the other thing is? The kids are home from school. Well, Sabrina is. Oh, okay. Also. That's another thing. That's why this, this, this is dragging. Mm-hmm. Daddy do this. Daddy do that. Daddy do this. Daddy gets up at 3 o'clock in the morning. Do you normally take a nap when you go home? You have uh, to, in the right? winter, I do. Yes. In the summer, not so much. In the winter, I do. And has that been interrupted this week with the yes. girls? Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. Right, so your days are longer, mm-hmm. and you're not doing things that you That's would otherwise do in the we summer. We have hit it the nail on the head. Thrown yeah. off your routine, That's your winter right. routine. A fatherhood sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, when someone needs to change my bed sheets in the nursing home, I'll have somebody to do it. <laughs> Unless you teach one of your labs to do that. Alan, Alan I will pay somebody to do it. Because we didn't waste money on college. <laughs> We're going to be surrounded by hot nurses like Lenny Dykstra. Yeah. Lenny Dykstra. Keep telling yourself that. <laughs> uh, all right, what's going on there, uh, CeeLo? All right, brought to you by the Farmer's Dog. Fresh human-grade dog food delivered right to your door. Also brought to you by Town Fair Tire. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. So you brought up Spike and the Bell last night in Philadelphia. So you have audio of that, or at least the oh, introduction nice. uh, as he was uh, introduced to the they crowd They didn't call him a skinny night. vegan bleep. Did they, they did not. <laughs> they did not. And uh, no mention of WFAN in the intro. No shock there. Bringing tonight's bill, a Philadelphia sports radio host and a Hollywood TV writer since 2013. They've been the co-host of the longest running Sixers podcast. Please welcome to the right to Ricky Sanchez podcast. Hollywood TV writer? What if the bell ringing would be louder? What is that? He doesn't need me. <laughs> I, I don't know. Couldn't is it hear not it in a that bell clip? sound? Yeah, Who's the Hollywood TV writer? I think podcast co host. Oh, yeah. So they were okay. being introduced at the same time. Oh, right. Yes. So What could uh, he have written? <laughs> I don't know. You have to ask some story Spike about, about that. some guy dying in a motorcycle accident. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably what he wrote. I don't know. What's his name? Mike? What? I don't know. Some Mike something. Mike something. Okay. Well, I'll look it up. Yeah, just Google Mike something, and I'm sure it'll pop right up for you there. Okay. You killed me with that Luke Combs. That's my guy. I love Luke Combs. That's. That's devastating. That, right. I, but I would have thought, see, I always wondered that, and I never took the time to investigate How it the way you, you did. How could you not? I heard the song once, and I looked this yeah, up. Yeah, I don't know. It's not one of my favorites, so I guess that's why, but yeah, that's a, that's that's rough. 
Michael Levin? Is that that right? sounds right? Sure. All right. We'll keep going there, Steelo, okay. so we don't Very have dead good. air. How's that sound? Uh, so sp- <laughs> after this, of course, then the Sixers lose to the Knicks, and here was Spike on X. Sorry, they were always losing the Bell game, cost of doing business. And then he followed up. What people don't know about the Bell is you always lose the Bell game, and they don't let you ring it unless you ask for several years in a very public and entitled way. Hmm. Thank you to the Sixers for letting me do it. So, yeah. So he's he, been begging them to ring the Bell. I guess. I mean, right. that's what he implies there. So he had his fun, and then the Knicks had theirs. Maxi takes the three, drives on McBride. Excellent defense there. Brunson with the steal. Brunson throws it ahead to McBride. Goes up and throws it down. That doesn't even look like Huge Spike. defensive play from Jalen Brunson. Struggling with a shot all night long. Makes a big steal. And the Knicks back up by 15. Mike Green MSG. Which Jerry, one was he? The one on the right? No, or the, the one whose face you couldn't see on the left. He's the one hitting the bell. The one on the right wasn't Spike? That's his 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 co-host. The, I have CBS Sports oh, wow. Network. I thought that was Spike too, Jerry. Yeah, it looks, it looks well, like a another, younger version of him, actually. Gee, but it looks just like him. It's another hipster. Wow. Hipster doofus or whatever that could be. I call thought him. that was Spike. Spike's on the left. You can tell by this the hair. This is Spike Eskin. This skinny vegan hipster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Damn. Boy. All right. Yeah, so that's his, I guess, his uh, podcast. That's the that's your writer. That's your Hollywood writer. Yeah, right so what's his IMDb say? Now, it's, it's Michael Levin, which could be a name that there could be another Michael Levin in Hollywood. I mean, it's okay. kind of, it's not, you know. It'd be great if he was living off that. Right. It's not like a Didi Kinkabwala who we sure, know right. only one of those. Right, right. All right. So uh, this Michael Levin wrote TV shows, a couple of different uh, episodes of the Mighty Ducks Game Changers. Okay. Uh, Doogie Kamiahola, MD. Oh, boy. The that a Doogie Hauser-like offshoot? I guess. The Grinder. Okay. Trial and Error. Mm-hmm. A lot uh, more than... I don't know. I mean, you can't introduce your, get yourself introduced as a Hollywood writer if those are your credits. I'm sorry. Al's poking a hole in it. He's uh, the assistant to writers on How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, I'm just saying that's cool, but you can't be introduced as a Hollywood writer. You're you're a pod, you're the podcast host, which well, is very popular. They there. did say that that was included. That should in be there. the lead. I agree. Oh, well. It should be the lead. All right, fair enough. I agree. And Spike's a Philadelphia radio host. That was the lead for him. Yeah, so. That. Spike told me that they weren't allowed to use WIP or WFAN because they're not rights holders. Okay. Mm. They didn't even say IP. They just said Philadelphia Radio Host. That is correct. All right. Well, you heard the clip there. Jalen Brunson doing it in multiple ways last night. 21 points, 12 assists. He was a perfect 11 for 11 from the free throw line. Boyan Bogdanovich, 6 for 6 from 3. He had a team high 22 points off the bench as the Knicks took care of the Sixers 110-96 to snap their four-game skid. They certainly shot the three well for head coach Tom Thibodeau. Dante made four. Uh, Bogey made five or six. You know, but the, I thought Dante's were really timely late. Um, and that's huge for us. DiVincenzo was back. Same for Bogey and Isaiah Hartenstein, <laughs> though he only played 11 minutes, didn't score, didn't even take a shot. He's still dealing with that sore Achilles. Not quite back to 100%, but the Knicks get the win and they'll be back home to host the Celtics coming up tomorrow night at the Garden. Meantime, no contest in Toronto. The Nets get blown out by the Raptors 121-93 in Kevin Ollie's debut as the interim head coach. We heard from Sean Marks the other day. He was looking for the team to make a playoff push and Ollie knows they've certainly got some work to do here. i fight through it and that's what we're going to do i believe in this crew um i gotta be better everybody have to be better in that locker room um to go get a win in minnesota so <laughs> i'm not gonna stop fighting good luck with that I, i'm not saying they can't but i mean yeah. that's a tall and it's a big ask so i was disappointed g we saw the picture with the we talked about the thin mustache yes. he's got the full beard going right now okay though, so wasn't yeah exactly the picture the look 
Yesterday, Jerry, the picture that CBS Sports Network put up of Kevin Ollie, I said he looks like a guy who would open for Houdini <laughs> with the mustache that he had. And uh, now he no longer has that. Mm, so, sorry uh, to hear that. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Uh, a little there more... it is right there. See? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> put a little hat on him. A top hat of some sort. Yeah, that's funny. Let me get him a cane. Mm. Yeah. All right. Uh, a little more baseball sound with the Mets and the Yankees. Here was David Stearns. This was actually a one-on-one with Gary Apple on SNY yesterday. Of course, after the Kodai Senga news comes out, he's got the strain behind the shoulder. Probably going to start the year on the IL. Miss some time. Stearns basically telling you we're going to be fine. So we feel good about the guys we have in-house. We, we have a lot of depth in our starting rotation. It was part of our mm. off-season strategy yeah. to bring in players. Uh, who could fill in our rotation. I don't know, Bob. You brought in risk-reward players. Yeah. I wouldn't say you've got great depth. I mean, they got players. They got pitchers. Right. But they put bodies in the rotation. Yeah. So that the guys like McGill and Lucchese and Budo are the depth guys now that you turn Listen, to to fill that slot. The Quintana, Severino, and Manaya, and even Hauser have big upsides, but that's all it is until Dude, they go do it. Manaya was awful as a starter last year. He got banished but, but you bullpen. But you've seen him at yeah, a high level. That's yes. all I'm saying. Yes. Severino, we know about. Yeah, I mean, Quintana's the guy. He's the this only is reliable on, guy. That's... On paper, the worst rotation they have had. It's not great. <laughs> in, I mean, you got to go because think about it. I mean, you had Harvey in there with his run, Degrom for many years. Like they're Syndergaard, Syndergaard for a couple years. Yeah, I mean, we're we're talking a very very long time. <clears throat> I like. What do you think? Like two thousand and. Uh, we did our Mets look back yesterday into the, some of those dark years. Discussing. It's not good. It's not what you want, as uh, we like to say around these parts. Uh, with the Yankees, Hal Steinbrenner did meet the media. It was nice of the Yes Network to you know post the audio, so we were able to grab that. <laughs> Very hard to find, Jerry. Uh, so yeah. look, they're trying to put the ugly 2023 behind them, not just the players. I was embarrassed. We were all embarrassed. I mean, I don't think there's one person in this organization that wasn't embarrassed. Um, I have no doubt for them that it was a big motivation. Um, you know, like I said, they believe they have something to prove after that disaster last year. I like the words. I mean, we've heard the embarrassing. Uh, you would think the disaster. They went, right, you'd think they went seventy and ninety-two <laughs> or whatever. It would yeah, be. yeah. I found it interesting. They asked him about Soto. He's like, I just met him the other day. Like they made the trade. Like I know he when they introduced him, he did it on Zoom. Yeah. He's like, I just met him. I kind of met him, had a chat with him the other day, and he seems very intelligent. So. I don't know. I guess I guess because he stayed away until reporting for spring training. But in any event, uh, all is well down there. He's talking about they're still looking to improve the team, open for business, but nothing imminent. This whole Blake Snell situation, I'll get into this a little bit more next hour because I've got to cut it up. But there was, I guess, somebody who put out something on X about a possible deal between the Yankees and Snell being close. And it kind of people grabbed it and ran with it a little okay. bit. We know that happens. Yep, yep, yep. So the guy who originally made the post called Evan and Tiki yesterday and filled in some of the blanks on... Talking about Marty down. Mush from Barcelona? No, Marty Mush picked up and ran with what this gentleman put out there. Oh, okay. Mm. But apparently Marty Mush has some sort of connection to the Snell family. That's a rumor rumbling out there. That's what I mean. You don't know what to believe or what to trust. So I'm just going by the fact that Cashman gave us that we're not pencils down. Judge gave us the, eh, maybe there's another move, and how yesterday, without getting into specifics, kind of hinted at that yeah. something could could happen. And so. I'm, I'm with G. I think the longer this goes, the more likely it is that he is a Yankee. And it's going to be the best deal that's on the table for him. By the way, I'm going through Mets rotations yeah. just on paper. It's a dark hole. It, But it's, it is a dark hole. Um, 
But I, you really, because Johan Santana was in there for mm-hmm. a while, sure. obviously. I mean, even Tom Glavin was not a great Met. But I mean, Tom Glavin was in a rotation. Like, I'm all the way back now at 2004, right? Like, Steve Traxler, we make fun of him, but Steve no, Traxler. It just took forever to throw right. the ball. That uh, was the problem. So you had Al Leiter, Tom Glavin, Steve Traxel, <laughs> Chris Benson. Remember Chris Benson? Yes. Oh, his wife. Wong, wife so, yeah. I mean, like, this is, uh, this is that's 20 years now I've gone back. Because you at least had somebody in there that was right. like, okay, that guy's the ace. The, the guy who was supposed to do that is now out. <laughs> like, it's it's terrible. Right. It's mm-hmm. that bad. Yeah, like if you told me, hey, Adrian Hauser's on the shelf for a little bit, then we can slot in a McGill or a Lucchese. No, they may <laughs> end up being better that, than we think. But on paper, yeah. this is the worst rotation. And probably since, I want to say, the mid-90s now. Because if you go back to... Like 2000 to... In the World Series in 2000. Right, exactly. Yeah. In 99, they were a good team. 98, yep. they almost made the playoffs. I mean, I'm thinking like Dave Malicki in 1997. <laughs> is Worst rotation in Met history. God. It, really? I mean, it may be. Never know. Come the on. longer I'm going back... They had the first year of their existence. Was, well, all I mean, right. I was exaggerating. Okay. How about a lifetime? Well, Gio, How about that? would seem to believe what you said. I mean, but no, it could be in my <laughs> lifetime. In your lifetime, sure. I'm could sure. be in my lifetime. Yeah. I mean, all right, so how about 97? Rick Reed, Dave Malicki, Bobby Jones, Mark Clark, Brian Bohannon, and Armando Reynoso. Not great. So that's on paper. Now, Bobby Jones was actually pretty good for them over the years, but still, that's probably the worst one since 1997 on paper. Wow. So I was in 10th grade. (laughs) Worst rotation out of spring training in 27 years. Yeah, that's what I would say. God. Right. That's what I would say. Right we uh, briefly kind of touched on Dodgers Padres yesterday. Yeah. Jerry was watching some of it. We talked about the the photos that are circulating. This is kind of random, but Gavin Lux, I guess, when he gets out of the game, you know, guys get pulled early. Mm-hmm. They do the interviews mid game. Yeah, usually three at bats in their so dime. he meets the media here and uh, got a little distracted by some things going on in the background. Which field it was going to be on? I think more just getting out, running the bases, um, get get, taking a swing, getting out of the box. Um, get back. Oof. Yeah, it was. Um, it was just. It was a long year. Someone was not happy. <laughs> I, what was I that? I don't know I, what I saw, and I, I can't confirm this. Obviously, I guess people were getting a little nuts going for Machado autographs. Mm. So like maybe that was a security guard of some sort telling people to calm down, or a that team official. Well, I don't know exactly. Was, was that the real Hulk Hogan or a Hulk Hogan impersonator <laughs> that was sitting behind home plate? Run those highlights back there, <laughs> Stephen Walton. You know, it's funny. Victor, I watched back, three innings of this game. I did not even notice that. <laughs> There's a guy right there. He's he's wearing. He's got. See him right there with the glasses Where? over number oh, one. Wow, gee, yeah, that's. I would have thought you would tell me he was like in full wrestling uniform or something. The thing I couldn't. I was fixed right there, on see, on the left to the left of the, the catcher. He's got Jerry. the Fu Manchu. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, maybe it is. He's sitting fr- front row. He always wears the bandana now. This is a no bandana situation. Nope. Okay. <laughs> did you walk over to the TV to get a close up on? Wow, look at that. Wait, I was really so right invested. there. See, see, here's the guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, right yeah. there. So he's got the Fu Manchu. Sunglasses. How the hell did you pick yeah, up on that? that? Know. You know what's so funny <laughs> is I literally went to uh, PeoriaED.com yesterday because of that stupid thing about moving to Arizona. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so I was looking at that billboard the for the three right innings. There. I never even noticed him. <laughs> He's right above it. I know. I didn't even pick up on it. I was like, Peoria ED. That has something to do with 
And there's not erectile, erectile dysfunction. dysfunction. No. <laughs> it's about moving to Peoria, Arizona. Uh, uh, what a great city it is. The advertising's right. working you on you. You're there for yeah. free, but your penis will never work again. <laughs> <laughs> That's the slogan. <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. All right. Let's go to Prudential Center That's where the, the Rangers the sound. <laughs> <laughs> cruise to a ninth straight win against the Great Devils. Great weather, no boners. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Ranger fans were loud at the Rock last <laughs> night. Sam Rose at MSG. Second goal if of the I game told for you, Alexi Lafreniere. You could, play, you could have perfect weather for the rest of your life <laughs> and never. play golf every day, but no more, no more boners. No more boners. No Would more you take it? <laughs> <laughs> He's thinking about 72 it. degrees. I, I'd be not thinking a cloud about it in the sky. What, at what time? Like at what point in my Limitless, life? Like now? Limitless golf. Yeah, I mean you're right into the golf right now. Uh, but I can't. I, not no right more. now. Not right now. No. Get get to me when I'm 60, maybe. Okay. Not not right now. Not yet. All right. Not right now. Too, you're not that way. hooked on golf. No, I am. <laughs> I just. <laughs> no, nah, because I think that messes with your brain too. Like, without. Without that for a long period of okay. time, like there, there's never been someone who's. It's another thing I can't say on the air. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Uh, but I mean, you which, look one at, you, which one are you doing more often these days, G? Be fair, oh, playing golf. Well, but, but that's but that but that's the point, though. I can still play golf a lot. Yeah, and also True. have okay. I was a giving you the perfect penis. weather. Yeah, the weather, the weather aspect. I think was I was the, giving you seventy-two one that sunny makes it year tricky. round. I'm. I feel too young for that. Right I. Now. I, think I don't at, disagree at a, with you. At a point in my life, yes. Right now, I don't. I don't feel much Not there yet. I don't feel much different than I was in like my late twenties. Like. In that, so I think at some point it'll stop. Yeah, you may not feel different, but <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> That's the key. <laughs> but at some point that will stop. <laughs> but right. But no, not yet. Not yet. And I'm being completely honest. I no. thought about it, though. I know you did yeah, think about, about it. it. Contemplated it. Anyway, Rangers win 5-1 at Prudential Center. 39 saves for Igor Shesterkin. Again, their ninth consecutive win. And you did have the uh, Matt Rempe hit on Nathan Bastian early as he earned himself a five-minute major and a match penalty. So we'll see if that uh, results in a hearing or suspension or anything like that. Uh, big hit to the head. In St. Louis, the Islanders got shut out for nothing. I actually undersold what St. Louis did last hour. I said it was three goals in 90 seconds. Mm-hmm. It was three goals in 32 seconds. Wow. Yeah. Including a couple for Pavel Buchnevich, who ended up with the hat trick. So a 4 nothing shutout loss on the road. Yet, Patrick Waugh afterwards. They nah, playing regardless too, was was the score. too late for Patrick Waugh. Uh, it was a six-second bite. Yeah, it's he said late. he was proud of his team. They lost 4 nothing. Yeah, they mm-hmm. suck. Come on. All right, CeeLo. Very good. We'll see you <laughs> next hour. Out of here, yeah. uh, Boomer and Geo coming to you live for the Build Ford Tough Studio. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Hi, Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. Hat tip to our colleague, Brandon Tierney, who sent us a post on X. We did not see this. We also didn't hear it yesterday when a caller called up and mentioned that they thought that maybe on paper this was the worst rotation ever in Mets history, which, you know, other than the, as you mentioned, other than the expansion year. So as I was going through, I wish I would have heard this. I wouldn't have spent 10 minutes going through their rotations all the way back to 1997. Uh, but it could be the worst on paper. I do feel like the 97 team, that that rotation, probably worse. Rick, but you know what? Rick Reed was pretty good. The, the scab Rick Reed well, was but pretty good. But you'd be also be talking about going into the season, what you're looking Right, at. right, exactly. Because so I can on, make every case that Luis Severino has a big season this year. Right? That's true. All right, so yeah, like on, on paper, Rick Reed, Dave Malicki, Bobby Jones, mm-hmm. Mark Clark, Brian Bohannon, and Armando Reynoso. Probably wasn't exciting a lot of people in spring training 97. Yeah, so that one probably, I'd say. 95. I mean, you do have two guys, as bad as this is, and I'm not sugarcoating it at all. I mean, I guess I am a little bit. You do have two guys in Quintana and Severino that could be pretty good. They could be, yeah, but this is is an on-paper discussion. Uh, uh, Understood. On-paper discussion could be. But I'll I'll go with 97. I mean, it's in the conversation for the worst ever, but I will go that 97 is worse. Fair enough. On paper. And then I'll look back at last year and say, looking back, ugh. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Looking right. back, not into the season, as it actually happened. Well, ugh. Verlander ended up being pretty good for them, though. Yeah, pretty good when he pitched. Yeah. He wasn't good. I was at his best game. I and was Senga in, was good. No, 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 Senga was good for sure. I, and Quintana, when he came back, actually pitched well. But yeah. Verlander wasn't great when he first came back, and before they traded him, his best start I was at. I think he, I think he threw seven innings of one run ball and looked like he was getting into a groove. But it's not like he had this great season with them. He didn't. He had a handful of good starts, and Scherzer was a, ugh, terrible. Let's go to Chris, who's in Brooklyn. What's going on, Chris? Hey, Jerry and Gio, happy Chris. Friday, How you doing today? What's up, good man. What's up? Hey, so I was listening to the Morash show just recently, and um, I know Evan is a weird guy, but he had mentioned that he's never barbecued once in his life. I mean, I, I think that goes from weird to borderline sociopathic, but I, I just don't know how a guy... How is that possible? Yeah, I mean, so he's never done it himself. I mean, obviously, other he's been at other barbecues where people are grilling at least hamburgers and hot dogs, but he said he's never done it himself. Hmm. That, which, how, does that, how does that even happen? I don't, I, I don't know. Man, I listen, I... This is a tough spot, Chris, that you're putting. Right. <laughs> I really don't want to sound too disrespectful to Evan. So this is a man who's had a lot of success in his life. Mm-hmm. He's got a wonderful family, wonderful wife, kids, the whole thing. And he's living his life the way that he lives his life. But there are times that I feel like sitting next to Boomer and the man that he is, that I am emasculated a little bit because I can't be like him, an NFL mm-hmm. MVP, 6'4". He has that effect on right. us. Like large junk, everything, right? Right. So hits the ball farther than me, even at 60 years old. Yeah. Golf. I just like, But 
Evan makes me look like <laughs> Atlas. I, I know. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like Bob Vila. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I could build a house or something. Like it's incredible. Evan to me. has this little bubble that he lives in. And good for him. Like I like that is like there are some things as a man that I could never imagine not doing that fulfills my American man soul more than anything. And on a summer day where it's like six o'clock and it's still warm and the sun is out and you bring out a couple of steaks to the grill and I put on the outdoor speaker with the Sonos and I'm playing music and I bring a drink out there Nothing with me better. and I'm sitting there grilling meat, sipping on my drink, listening to the music. That right there, like that that's one of those feelings that you have that you think about on your deathbed. Like that is that's life. That's mm-hmm. living right there. As a man in America, I am grilling this meat to feed my family and I am enjoying this little bit of time. He has never grilled in his life? Apparently not. Now I know doesn't his, his father-in-law cooks for them. I believe, right? Right, because he's I think he's like a legit yeah, yeah, no, no, I know. Which I understand. So maybe that part, and he's always lived in apartments until he got married. So maybe not allowed to barbecue. But I've also seen photographs of his home, which he looks like he's got a beautiful backyard. Yeah. The idea that he hasn't taken that away from his father-in-law one time in July makes no sense. Yeah. I, I right no sense and like but yeah my mother-in-law cooks my mom cooks my wife cooks they're all they're all great cooks but doesn't mean that i'm not barbecue I'm, I'm the grill guy i know i mean I, one of my my father's day gift last year was a grill a new grill should we chip in and get evan a grill you think he has one it doesn't say you can't have one and not well, use no, it. maybe his father-in-law doesn't that's true he just yeah, doesn't stand yeah, in right. front of it yeah, I don't know. He, he probably then you're right. He probably has one. If that father-in-law is a real cook. He's got an outdoor grill. I would certainly think so. Yes, he I might mean, even have like the grill stone as well. Like, there's some things I could understand that you're not into. Like we were talking about this yesterday. You know, some like or a couple days ago with you. Like, you're not going to watch the 90 Day Fiance. Love. You're not going to watch it. That's fine. There's shows that you're going to watch. I'm not going to watch. But there's certain things as a as a man that we all should do. Like, how do you not it have ever ever slapped a piece of meat on a on a hot grill i mean sitting there like even like you get the we got those big uh citarella porterhouses mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm putting the you know i'm letting them sit out and I, you grab them by the the tomahawk bone and you slap them on a plate and you put the olive oil on it and the salt and pepper and you massage it into the meat to season it before you slap it on the grill and I'm with you. There's nothing better than that first warm day in April or May where you can get out there. And by, you know who grills through the year? Like year-round, even in the winter, is Minko. Does he? Barbecue is never turned off, and they don't really cook in the house. Everything is on the grill. I grilled think, this week also. All right, think of those two yeah. polar opposites, yeah. Minko and Evan. Unbelievable. Huh. It really is. I mean, it's, a, it's, it's, it's offensive in a way. That's your boy. That's your guy. Yeah, I know. I mean, there were things like this that, like, when Beningo worked with him, he would hear and he wouldn't, he just would let it go. Mm-hmm. But I knew it bothered him. This would be one of those things. Yeah, it's a little bizarre. All right. It's Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports. I we're- hate myself. <laughs> no, you don't. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 